everybody! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of A Little Something Extra with me, Nancy Gianni, and my daughter, the Gigi of Jesus Playhouse. The Gigi of Gigi's Playhouse. Oh, and who do we And I am Franco Gianni back here, you know, doing my, produce, my, my producing duties in the back. Um, <laughs> so, as the executive producer, I just want to remind you all that this is also a video podcast. So, make sure that you go to our website or you go to our YouTube channel to check out our video. Uh, we have a live in studio guest for this episode today. So, it's going to make the episode just that much more fun. So, make sure you check it out. I know, our first <laughs> live in-studio person. That means COVID's going away. Yes. We're getting there, aren't we, Jage? Yes. Getting there. We're or people there. are just getting sick of Zoom, either or. Yes. Yes. So really excited for this guest that's coming in today. Franco actually discovered him, which I think is really cool. As a sibling, you were kind of out cruising things for yourself and um, found out about Rick's story. And about yeah, Noah. I mean, he's got a pretty incredible one. And I, I rebuilt, this episode is basically themed after all of the different things that he's doing in this world and the things he's bringing. So the theme of today's episode is all basically about um, bringing hope and positivity into this world through just these great acts of people and by bringing out your little something extra. Um, and I think Rick does that and, and Noah do that perfectly. I mean... <laughs> By creating the nonprofit that he did, by also just when it comes to the blogs that he created as well as a parent just early on to basically just take that learning that he was having as a new parent and bringing that out to to the world and being able to show that to all of these new parents that might not necessarily know what Down, Down syndrome is and if they get that prenatal diagnosis and they get all... And that, that terrifying diagnosis as well, and terrifying not because it's actually a terrifying diagnosis, but because those mm. doctors in the room will make you feel like that when that initially happens. So the fact that he's brought that situation in and he's just turned it completely around and trying to shed the beauty on, on this diagnosis is, is amazing and the positivity. Yeah. I'm so excited to meet them and just get the party started. So without further ado, oh, before we get started, mm. I have to talk about IAcceptYou.org. Yes. Got, oh. Guys, join the Generation G community. Go to IAcceptYou.org. Take the pledge. Take the acceptance pledge. And join the Generation G community where you're going to get all kinds of diversity, inclusion, the diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives for your school, for your community, for your corporation, or for yourself, for your family. It's just showing great ways that we can make this world a better place. So we're so excited to have you. We are more than excited to bring on our next in-studio guest. Because we've never had this before. But we have the awesome Rick and Noah Smith came here today from Dallas, Texas yep. to tell us about their amazing organization and what they have done ever since the birth of that beautiful boy right there. So I don't think I can do justice to what they've done for me to even give you that intro, brother, because like... You have gone above and beyond for all families out there with Down syndrome, man. And I just want to thank you for that. And I, I would love to hear the story and how it got started. It has been hard for me to not ask you all these questions and find out and read about it all. I'd rather hear about it directly from you. So let us have it, bro. Well, thank you for having us here. You guys are so awesome. We have been Gigi's Playhouse fans for as long as we've known about Gigi's Playhouse. So cool. Because you guys are, you know, the theme of this episode is hope. And boy, you guys give hope to people. And um, I'm just so thrilled. It's like meeting a rock star, getting to meet you guys, uh, because you guys have done so much great stuff. So uh -huh. thank you for what you've done on behalf of the entire Down syndrome community. Thank you guys for uh -huh. what you're doing. Thanks for having us. And so, um, yeah, so I'll jump in. I'll tell you our story. So a little over 10 years ago, we were surprised to learn that Noah 
was born with Down syndrome. So we um, learned about several hours after he was born that he was born with Down syndrome. We had no idea before. Um, the OBGYN left the hospital and didn't talk to us that night. Yep. In fact, even when they um, were going to let my wife hold Noah for the first time, they didn't want no. They didn't want my wife to see Noah's face. Oh, so they goodness. said they told me to put my back to my wife, and they said we're going to back Noah in like a dump truck so that your now, wife. Did you know at this I point? had no idea. So they you just, and my you wife's just... a doctor, so they didn't want her to see Noah's face yes, and make a diagnosis she, in right. the delivery room. Oh my god! I've so she never got to hold her baby <laughs> in the beginning. And it was a really negative experience. Our OBGYN left the hospital, and we're like, Where, where'd the OBGYN go? And they, were, they called our, our pediatrician to come in and, and break the news to us, break the news. Break the news. <clears throat> the next day, the OBGYN came in. Her first, one of her first things to us was, I'm so sorry, followed by an offer to give my wife antidepressants. Oh, my gosh. To which she declined. It's like, I don't think I'm depressed. I'm just trying to process just what just happened. Yeah, help yes. me understand. Wow, um, so and, and so um, we had... Yeah, so we just had a negative experience surrounding Noah's diagnosis because the room right next to us, they're having balloons and cigars and a party, and then in our room was people didn't know what to say. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's like those condolences yes. instead of congratulations. And people don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. And so um, as we started trucking along, we realized that our experience surrounding Noah's diagnosis was pretty common. That a lot of moms around the globe have had a negative experience surrounding the birth of their GG. Or their Noah. Yeah. And so as we were also going along, we said, hey, why don't we start a blog called Noah'sDad.com? We'll just start putting videos up. We'll just start showing people what it's like raising a child with Down syndrome because it's a little different, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And so we just started putting um, stuff on our blog. And then one day, um, someone sent me an article that Target had a child with Down syndrome uh, modeling for an ad. I wrote about it, blogged about it. Uh, tweeted it. I think I, I think Target retweeted it. Adweek picked it up, and then from that moment, we got we started getting a lot of exposure to our blog. And I was just talking about how cool it was that Target put a kid with Down syndrome in the ad. And totally, you know, yeah. It just kind of a normal situation. Yeah. Yes. And so um, you know, we we started telling our blog, telling a story on our blog, um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and that just started to grow. And um, you know, we realized we had literally millions of people around the globe that were connected with Noah's story. But when you like a Facebook post or you reshare something on Facebook, that doesn't really change a life. Right. And so you, we started to have this audience and thought, how can we mobilize all these people to do something more than like and share a, a Facebook post? Yeah. And what are the problems that, that people in the Down syndrome community experience? Mm -hmm. And the problem that we're trying to solve is that you know, tragically, a lot of kids like Noah and Gigi never make it out of the womb. Mm -hmm. You know, over 60% of children with a prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome don't get a chance to live mm -hmm. simply because of their chromosomes. Right. And you kind of go, why? Why is that? And it's because a lot of people are afraid. They're scared. They don't know what to expect. You know, you, people come here to this playhouse. Totally. Moms that are, that are new just got the diagnosis. And they're scared. They're worried. They're fearful. And we know that fear can make people do some really can make some decisions that they may regret. Mm -hmm. And so um, so we just said, boy, why do so many moms, why did so many children never make it out of the womb? And you backtrack and you go, it's because so many medical professionals struggle in the way that they deliver that diagnosis because they're the authority figure in the room. Totally. And they're telling people, this is going to be tough. This is going to be hard. This is going to be expensive. Um, would you like to go down to the clinic and, and terminate your child? 
and parents are in a whirlwind. They don't know what to do, and they're thinking, well, if the authority figure in the room is suggesting this, then, man, you must know something that I don't, and so I'm going to go do what you're asking me to do. Right. And so we realized, we said, hey, look, the two problems that we want to solve is that most, my wife's a doctor, we said most medical professionals don't receive training in medical school on how to deliver a Down syndrome diagnosis, and then most medical professionals don't have a personal relationship to anyone with Down syndrome. They don't know a Gigi. They don't know a Noah. Mm-hmm. So you have lack of training, and you have lack of personal relationship. And and think when they see, think when doctors see our kids when they're sick and in the hospital. Yes. So they don't get a chance to see our kids when they're out thriving in their communities or exactly. doing anything else. They see them when they're sick. Textbook And maybe situations. not cooperating. And textbook. I mean, I've heard that doctors are maybe five minutes on Down syndrome in medical school. Yes. Like and it depends on who you follow, Who you know, if you're in residency yeah. or if you're in your training, who you follow, yeah. um, things like that. And so we said, hey, how can we help train those doctors. And Noah's so excited, he wants to tell you about this. And so we said, hey, every, every here's, what we, here's what we know, is that every single parent out there who has a child with Down syndrome, they are a source of hope to someone else. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have a, a big blog. You don't have to have a million people on your Instagram. You don't have to have written a book. Right. You have a story to share. Right. And we, wanna, we wanted to help them tell their story. And we want to help them basically adopt they're medical professional. So we said, hey, we want to try to connect every OBGYN in America to a family raising a child with Down syndrome. Awesome. And we call those parents hope advocates because they are. And it doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter um, if you're rich, if you're poor, if you live in a small town or a big town. The, if you have a child with Down syndrome, even if you don't think that you do, you are a source of hope. You have a hope story 100%. to tell someone else. 100%. And so what we decided to do is we said, hey, let's help set families up as hope advocates. And so a mom or dad who has a child with Down syndrome, they get a chance to come to hopestory.org and they get a hope kit. Is this the hope kit, Noah? And they tell us some stuff about their child and they upload some photos. And what they get in the mail is this really cool hope kit awesome. that helps them be an advocate to uh, their community. And so they get kind of a shirt, they get a getting started guide, but let me tell you the secret sauce. The secret sauce is they get this really cool Hope Advocate folder, and inside is, let me show them, pictures of their kid, their child. Every parent gets pictures, uh, photo cards, we call these Hope Announcements. These are meant to look like birth announcements that you see on your doctor's walls. Yeah, love it. Picture, and then on the back, highlights, so a parent can go into their medical professional and say, hey, I'm a Hope Advocate, Here's my son Noah. I received training. I would love to connect to any patients that you have whose child receives a Down syndrome diagnosis. Yeah. And they get these really cool contact cards with their phone number that their doctor then can share with new parents. Um, if you go to the to the greeting card aisle at Target, uh, you're probably going to have a hard time finding a congratulations card for someone with Down syndrome. So we partnered with an artist with Down syndrome to create a congratulations card that awesome. they can give to the parent. Then when Noah was born, we received really really just a one-page pamphlet from the hospital and we said man we what would be a really amazing book if we could create a booklet that we wish we would have gotten what would it be and so we created this really cool hope stories booklet encouragement and answers for parents of children with down syndrome and we answer questions like what about heart concerns what, what's my child going to do as an adult what about sibling relationships awesome. and this is a booklet that you know doctors can give out to their patients and then we created a how to deliver a down syndrome diagnosis with hope guide for doctors a preferred language guide um, but really the secret sauce 
is we want doctors to connect their patients to parents a little further along in their journey and create community. Totally. Because community is where change happens. Absolutely. You know that. Yep. Oh, 100%. You guys are community pros. And I think something like this could be allow people that that rate is staggering and higher than that. Some people say higher than that. But it's also based, there, there is no education. There's no showing both sides. There's just saying all these negatives <clears throat> could possibly happen. You know, when a typical baby's born, you're not told, oh, boy. You're gonna, here's a laundry list this, of all the what yeah, is. What's going to happen? You're told, oh, my God, congratulations. With our kids, we hear about every negative thing that can happen to them. And that's what also that's what they're told when that prenatal diagnosis hits. Yes. So it's just, it's only fair to give both sides. You yep. know, raising a child, any child, isn't easy. There's always going to be something. Yes. But giving both sides is the only yes. fair way to do that. And and that those implications, it's that termination rate that implies our kids are less than. Yes. Or that they're not worthy. And that's that's what bothers me the most, you know, that, that our kids are disposable. And because I, I, I'm with you, those parents, I know that they don't. There's no way when you're, when that doctor tells you that that the first thing you're thinking of is I don't want this child or I don't want my yeah. baby that's yep. not what you're thinking but you're right it's that authority figure in the room that's going oh wait a minute you can't handle this you know yeah. this if we we know the backstory and even when when Jeed was born and I was told and, and I remember you can't be in a more vulnerable place and we had a c-section so you know we're still Same. laying down my stuff wife. going on and I was looking up you know talking to the three experts that were you know they're the experts. They're yep. they're the they're the big people in the room. They're what they're saying, and the way they're delivering it is the way that we internalize it. They're delivering it with such a negative way. You know, telling you. I remember my doctor coming in, who who is awesome by the way, but he came in going, "Wow, you really shook up this floor. If if something like this can happen to you and Paul, it can happen to anyone." And I'm like. Like what? What just happened? What, just, what do you and, mean? And what was I going to go home and tell Franco and my other kids like that, that we're now this family? And, and what does it mean to be that family? I, I mean, that was the hardest thing for me is that I'm a really positive person, but met with so much negativity. I didn't know how to go out and celebrate. I didn't know how to, you know, I, I had to fake it. I had to pretend, yep. you know, they were, they were taking my joy. Yep. And I know they didn't mean to, but they just didn't know any better. Yep. And this would be so great for, could you imagine to have every OBGYN, like to have a hope kit yep. would be awesome. Yeah, because, because, well, because the two problems we're trying to solve is that, is the lack of training. Hold on, Noah, and then you can show your picture, okay? Oh. Noah's got a picture he's dying to show you, and we're gonna see it in just a second. But, you know, most doctors don't receive the training, yep. and most doctors, you know, you want to show your picture real fast? Let's show him. All right. So Noah wants to show you. He's in the booklet. What? He's talking about his friendships <gasps> because kids with Down syndrome, they, they can make friendships like any other kid. We know that, right, Gigi? That I bet you have lots of friends. Oh, yeah. And so you've got lots of friends. That's your friend Stella, and she's been one of your best friends since kindergarten, right? Okay, hold on. And so uh, <laughs> like, I got Noah loves to talk. I want to talk. But, you know, but so, you know, Doctors are great. I'm married to a doctor. We have, you know, doctors on, you know, we have, you know, doctors on our board of our nonprofit. And I think doctors have great intent. Totally. And I think no one has ever come alongside them and say, hey, I don't know what you might have learned in medical school, but as a parent, can I tell you, this is a blessing. Right. And, and so lack of training, we want to help. We, hey, no, you got to give me a second. Okay, let me finish and then you get to talk, okay? And so... Um, and so lack of training, and so we want to help train them by giving them resources on how to deliver that news and lack of... Okay. No one's just like any other 10-year-old. Right. You know he wants it? to talk. He wants to talk. <laughs> Give me one sec. And so um, lack of training that we want to help with. Okay. 
It's just I real see. life. This is real life. Right. We're all together. It's what it is. This is not Zoom. We're yeah. together. Yep. I just wanted to tell you something. Okay, talk. I say, oh, he yeah. wants the microphone. So I, I, you can move the microphone down and extend it out to his arm. Here we go. There you what go. Do you He's want like, to you're say? talking about me. Let me say something. It's silly me. I me and Stella. Dinner, my friend Stella. I'm coming down my house and I'm going to go and erase us. Oh, nice. And me and Stella and. and She's your best friend ever? That is awesome. Oh, Hanu, Sella, Hanu, Sella. This is your partner? Yeah. And I want to know, and I want to know, and pay me, and I leave you, and I want to say. Awesome. Thank you, man. Awesome. Stella is one of his sweet friends. I hope I get to meet Stella one of these days. She sounds like quite the girl. Maybe friend. Noah has friends. People have come around Noah. Noah is a champion at his school. He has friends. He's accepted by the community. And and that's what we want medical professionals to know is that, hey, we want to connect every medical professional to a family like us, like you, who can say, let me actually tell you what our life is like. Not what you might have learned in a textbook. But let me really tell you what it's like, mm-hmm. and and that we hope that we can change the perception um, that doctors have, so that when they deliver the news, they're not thinking about a textbook; they're thinking about a Noah, and they're thinking about a Gigi, and that's what we want to do through Hope Story. That's the goal. That's an yep. awesome goal to yep. have, and and game changing. I remember when we, when we were starting the playhouse, when we were starting the playhouses, um, and I'm thinking, you know, we give everything away for free. We're all volunteer run. So how how are we going to do this? And I remember I, every volunteer that came in. I used to ask them, like, why are you volunteering? Because we had volunteers, young kids, old people, like everybody coming to volunteer. And I, I always said, what's your story? And, you know, almost every single one of them was coming to us from a connection with Down syndrome, whether it was a good connection of, oh, my gosh, my brother, my cousin, my whatever, or a connection of there was this kid down the street that had Down syndrome and, and a lot of the kids weren't good to him. I never stepped up. Mm. I want my kids to step up. I want them to volunteer here with me. I want them to get to know these guys. You know, that was such a big piece to me with the Playhouse, always having volunteers of all ages, because a lot of times they don't get to know our kids. Yep. They don't see them in school. You know, if they're in different classrooms, they, they don't get that that chance to meet other people. So to me, it's always been about connections yep. and making those connections. And and I love the idea of these connections to, to the people that are caring for them and then giving this diagnosis about our kids mm-hmm. and something, again, that they see our kids when our kids are sick. They see our kids, yep. you know, in that five minutes they learn in medical school. and. When you read textbook Down syndrome, it's not pretty. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not pretty. And there's plenty of great doctors out there. Totally. My wife's one of them. She's yeah. a great doctor. Yes. And, and I, like I said, I, I never, I think doctors all have really, I, I don't think you would be a doctor unless you wanted to help people. Oh, but I don't think there's a lot of doctors who have kids with Down syndrome. Right. And so they just need someone like us to tell, hey, can I tell you what it's oh, like God. raising a Noah? Right. That's yeah. it. I want to yeah. I wanna, I wanna give you another Putting tool for your toolbox. To yes. Putting a name to it. Yep. Putting a name to I it. Think I think it also helps so much too, like when you have these individuals, these families of Down syndrome, like being able to have them connect those stories. Because I will say in my life, just having Jeej and whenever I have conversations with someone in the idea and 
the topic of Down syndrome comes up and they'd be like, oh, I have a brother with Down syndrome. I have a sister, I have a cousin with Down syndrome. Next thing I know, you're talking to that person for like an hour, like like the entire night, <laughs> yep. just about that, well, the experiences you have. I mean, that's why I was, that's why I thought of it. I was at the Cubs game the other day and the guy sitting next to me and I'm talking to him about how his brother has Down syndrome and we're just, and that's the thing. People want to share these stories. Yes. And I yeah. think the idea of having them being able to expose others that maybe aren't connected to Down syndrome because I mean, even me, when I talk about Jeej to anyone who's not experienced Down syndrome, I can go all day about it. Um, and that's just because I'm also passionate about it. But at the same time, I think everyone is. And and being able to actually share those stories be, with medical professionals or with people that aren't necessarily exposed to it is the best way of us being able to actually show what down, how Down syndrome truly affects your life and just sure. the positive impact that it actually brings. And I think like what you're doing, it's the best way to actually inspire these families to realize that the life isn't over when you have that kid. And having them actually be able to talk and see the passion and excitement in someone's eyes when they talk about their brother or their daughter or anything, that's really what's going to allow them to see like, okay, like I could do this. If they're telling, if they're glowing yeah. like this, talking yeah. about them, then I could definitely do this. Yeah. So I think that's just the perfect way to be able to kind of just change perspectives. It's that ripple effect too. You give them the tools for them to be able to share that kindness, to share that hope. And that ripples on to other people. And then that's they're going to be equally excited about it too. When they right. have their kid and they see all these positive experiences and it changes their life, then it's just going to constantly just keep going with that ripple yeah. effect. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks. And so we, and then we, I think a lot of families, maybe they have made the call to someone when they got the news, but they've never been on the receiving end of the call. Mm -hmm. So we, we recruit, we train, and we resource those families. And so we, we resource them and we really try to set families up to um, be ready when their phone rings and it's a new parent on the other end, how, you know, what to say, how to say it, kind of what to talk about, even trying to, you know, if you're trying to meet with a person um, in real life to, to ask, hey, you know, would you like me to bring my child with Down syndrome? Would you not? What would you prefer? Because sometimes people aren't ready for that right away. Yeah, right. And so you want to say, hey, we're, we can go grab coffee. Well, yeah. Do you want me to bring Noah? Or would you prefer maybe that I didn't right now? And that's not a knock on that parent. Some people just aren't there yeah. yet. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. yeah, so we really try to set them up for success. Um, because, I, because I really, really, truly, really believe if you're a parent of a child with Down syndrome, no matter the age, no matter we start Hope Advocates at one year one year old and up because that first year they're trying to get a lot under their belt, and that first year they really need a Hope Advocate. Um, but we really just want parents to know, hey, you have a story, and we can help you share it and help give you opportunities to share it. And I think once a parent shares their story for the first time, that energizes them to want to keep doing it. Yeah. So and helping and serving others in a way that they didn't have. You good, Noah? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm right? out of here. I'm done. I might have to get up and uh, go explore, play some more basketball up there. No, they, yeah. they have an amazing, if you don't know about the place that we're at right now, they got a lot of fun stuff, don't they know? They got basketball, they got everything, and he's real excited. But we got to finish this. This, Noah's, that's, uh, this we'll is great it. because Noah's a 10 year old. Yeah. Any, like any other 10 year old, he it's wants not to easy go do to all that cool there. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm you over you talk, guys. We're going to let you talk in just a little bit, okay? Yes. I know you have I was some questions say, too. How, how old are you, Noah? 10. Ten years old. Does it? Do you have any siblings? Do you have brothers? Tell them about your brothers. Sin and Cohen. Jackson and Cohen. Oh, how old are they? Three and Cohen. How did you and your wife meet? Oh. How did me and mom meet? Date. Okay. A date. A date. <laughs> <laughs> my mommy, my dad, and kids. Oh, yeah. they kiss. Yeah. 
You're too young to know about that. Yeah. The mommy daddy. Yeah, mom and daddy. Yep. <laughs> How does Noah make you feel about, about life? Noah is the um, Noah is the blessing that we never knew we wanted, you know. And so um, I always describe it like this. Sometimes when you go to the bookstore, you go to like Barnes and Noble, and you're walking down the aisle and you see all the books. Um, oftentimes you walk by so many stories because you look at the cover of the book and you go, I wouldn't really, really be interested in that story. And so I feel like with Noah, I feel like with Noah is like a story that we opened that we never knew we wanted to read. And, it, and it. you know, it's such a beautiful story. And Noah has changed our life um, really in a million different ways for the better. And I think sometimes before we had Noah, if I heard someone with a child with Down syndrome say that, I would say, that's what you're supposed to say. You, you have to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but now on this side of the table, I can tell people with, um, and be very authentic and say, man, I mean it, that Noah has changed our life in so many ways for the better. And we wouldn't change one chromosome on him, you know, except awesome. he's got a couple in there that we might yeah. tweet. But my mom would say the same thing about me, you know. Right. Um, but he's, just, he's changed our life for the better in so many ways. And, and he's made our life um, better. He's made our kids' lives better. And he's made everyone in our family better, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. What are your dreams of Noah? What are my dreams for Noah? Mm. What's, what's my dreams for you? What? Okay, I, I don't know what he said, but my dreams for Noah is the same. Uh, and Patrick. Patrick? Uh, he likes SpongeBob and Patrick. Oh, he wanted me yes. to tell you that. And, you know, my dreams for Noah, that's a great question, is the same um, dreams that I have for my other kids to be, to, to you know, um, he's telling me a great secret. <laughs> My, my dreams for Noah is the same as my other kids, you know, just to, to make an impact in the world, to, um, do, to do good. I hate Taylor and my dummy hate Noah's dream is to go to a hotel. He likes to go to hotels and travel <laughs> and, and go to the moon. Food. 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 Chick-fil-A. I know Gigi's, Gigi dreams of food. Daydreams of it. You know. I do too, and, and just to make an impact in the world, I want Noah to be a... I need both lunch and my dad go lunch. He wants lunch. To, Noah wants to go to lunch. That's Checked his out. dream, is to just have lunch. I think it's Gigi's dream yeah. too, so... Okay. But to make a difference and to be a... To make a and, and I tell and one night my dad me both lunch. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. That's what Couldn't I was Couldn't have said it by myself. If we had one message to the world, what will it be? My message to the world, I, when it comes specifically about Down syndrome, is I would say um, that, that parents of kids with Down syndrome love their kids. I have never met a parent. I've met a lot of parents of kids with Down syndrome. And, and, uh, and they love their kids. And so if you're, and, if you're a, and, and if you mommy, don't have a. Exactly. And so if you don't have a parent, if you don't have a child with Down syndrome, you might think that we're struggling, you might feel sorry for us, but, but you don't need to. We're, we're okay. And if you're a new parent of a child with Down syndrome, you're going to be okay too. There's a, lot, there's a world of friends waiting to greet you with opening and arms. And, and, um, and these kids are blessings. And Gigi's and Noah's and all the people like them, they make our world a better place. And we don't want to eradicate them. We don't want to get rid of them. We, we are better off 
for these friends being in the world. And we and we love them and we love that they're in our world and we want we want more Noah's and Gigi's in the world. Yeah, I've met some of the most amazing people in my life because of Down syndrome. Yes. And you guys yes. are some of them. So I'm I'm very so beyond grateful to meet you. And and I think I've already heard in everything you've said what your something extra is, but I would love because we are on the Little Something Extra podcast, I would love to hear what you think your Little Something Extra is. Our Little Something Extra is we, we, we want to give people, um, you know, hope. We, we believe that when a new mom or a new dad gets that diagnosis, they're full of fear. Fear um, can, can bring about hopelessness. But when you replace fear with hope, you can help people move forward. Totally. And so we really want to help people move forward with hope. We, we want to replace fear with hope and tell them you're not alone. And, and that you have a community of people uh, that are here. Because you, you, need, you need each other. We yeah. need one another. 100%. I think one other thing, and just being in the not-for-profit world for so long, oh, sorry, she's like, oh, I've got something to say now, um, is also like there's a lot of different groups doing a lot of different things for people, you know, in their communities. Yeah. You know, how can you make them feel better about how you can help them with their messaging? I think that's really an important piece that this doesn't take the place of anything. Just yes. like a Gigi's Playhouse doesn't yes. take the place in a community of a different group that's out there. We're only here to make each other better, yes. to make each other stronger. Yes. And by unifying forces, by coming together, that's how we're going to do this. That That's the way that we're yes. going to be able to change the way the world sees Down syndrome and our kids and the medical profession. Yes. So I just want to hear how, you know, I know that sometimes people are like, oh, no, we're already doing this. Yeah. So we don't need something like that. But I like the idea of this being a little different, you guys being extremely medical focused and, and your board being physicians yes. and doctors and that, I just like the way you're sharing it. So if you could just. Yeah, so that's a great question. And I, I really truly believe we're better together. And so, um, you know, when our son Noah was born, our local Down syndrome organization, they were, they were such a great help yeah. for us. So many times in the not-for-profit world, even though we're all in this together doing the same thing, sometimes other organizations feel as if they need, um, you know, that you're, they've been doing it one way and they don't want to change yeah. it. They yeah. don't want to do it a different way. They don't want, you know, hope story to come in and be their story. Yes. So what do you have to say about that? How, do, yeah. how can you help them feel better about the way your approach to doing it? Yeah. That will really gel with theirs like with us i love collaborating with other people because yes. that's how we're going to make a difference yes. in the world it's the only way it's going to happen so i would just love to hear your that's answer that's a great question um so so what i would say is that we i, I really truly honestly believe we're better together mm -hmm. that that we are better collectively together so for hope story i so to backtrack when noah was born our local down syndrome organization in dallas man they were a lifeline for us they helped us so much. And so we're um, such advocates of the local Down syndrome organizations. And so we really look at what we do as supplementing awesome. the great work they are already doing. And so when I think about Gigi's Playhouse, I think about you guys are supplementing the great Absolutely. work. And I think sometimes we think about, hey, this is my turf or my turf. But I really look at, man, how can I add value to what you're doing? Totally. And, and if anybody ever... Um, that's what that's why I always love if I can just get 10 minutes in a room with someone to tell them man I I'm so thankful for what you're doing you guys are doing such a great job like you guys are awesome right and we just want to supplement if there's any way for us to help we want to help we want to be not to take away from what you're doing because you guys right. are already doing a great job yeah but how can we add to and how can we help connect more people to what you're doing love it that's the only so, way we're gonna get it done brother we got yeah. we got a long way to go yeah I mean that's why I 
started with her, you know, 18 years ago, and I'm, I'm glad that you're doing something different that can help supplement what we're doing because there's a need for that. And I think in different areas, people have different ways of doing things. Yep. And this is just another universal way of, of um, acceptance and bringing that acceptance to the medical community. Yeah, and we ultimately, you know, it's funny is, you know, that we want more kids with Down syndrome to make it out of the womb. Mm-hmm. And we ultimately want those kids that make it out of the womb to get connected to their local Down syndrome organization. Yeah. So we actually want to help bring people to the local organization. organization because right. it's important because we're not a local organization. No. We're not a Gigi's Playhouse. Yeah. And we want to refer folks to these great organizations that are doing great work, but yeah. they, they can't get referred to the organizations unless they make it out of the womb. Yeah. And so we want to help. We want to help do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for shedding a positive light on Down syndrome. I think the more we can do that, the more we can showcase what our kids can do. I mean, we're talking about, you know, in the last 30 years, our kids' life expectancy has increased more than yeah. doubled. It went from the age 25 to 60. I mean, there, there's a lot of life for these guys to live, yep. and we got to make it the best world we can for them. So, so grateful to have yeah. you starting it, brother. Thanks for what you guys do. Oh, my gosh. You know what? We're going to be doing a lot of things together. I'm just so grateful thanks for you guys in Dallas. And what did I forget, Gigi? And if someone in Dallas is watching this that wants to start a Gigi's Playhouse, please call these folks. Why do we not have a Gigi's Playhouse in Dallas? We're going to get there. Call we're going to get folks. there. Let's make it happen. There's a lot of money in Dallas. People Free can programs. start a Gigi's Playhouse. Yeah, right? <laughs> like yeah. There's, there's some people there with funds. Yes. Start it. Come on. We can make Let's it happen. This. Make it happen. And I love Dallas, so I need oh to my get God. here. I know. You do? Yes. You love Dallas, too? Yes. Out of all the places that we have in Texas, and the fact that we're not in Dallas yet, too, is just mind-blowing to me. We have great And they got great Tex-Mex. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, there he is. Come here. Come say goodbye with us. Hey, Daddy, come. We're going to miss hey, you. What's the name uh, of your website? Say it. Oh. Oh, my dummy dog and my... What's your name? Uh, Where do you work? Hope do we? Hopestory.org. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. We will see you in Dallas. Thank you for flying in. This is our first in person. What do you think, Frank? How'd we do? I think it went pretty damn well. All right. So, you guys, I hope you can stay because after each segment, we do a little segment called Gigi's Lifestyle Tips. Ooh, Gigi's did Lifestyle say, Tips. Did you say tips? I did say tips. Tips. All right, sing it, girl. What are your tips for today? Here are my tips on living a positive life. Get good sleep. Always wake up excited for your day. Be active and eat healthy and gives you energy to be happy. Surround yourself with positive people. Don't let people bring you down. Focus on the good things in your life, not that bad. Spend every day so good to, to, to others. Woo! Those are some great tips. Those are some great tips. Tips, Woo! Thumbs up. Those were awesome tips. Franco, do you have anything to say? I know as a sibling, you were the one who actually found out about Rick, and you were he was so excited when he met you. So excited. Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, first off, I mean, what you're doing is exactly what I think needs to be done in the world. I think just being able to go out there and kind of explain and voice your opinions about Down syndrome are two, especially medical professions, who are actually being the person that kind of kicks off the life for these kids is such an important thing. Um, But I guess from like a sibling perspective, too, I'm just really excited for (laughs) Noah's brothers as well. I mean, they are about to, and this goes toward any kid with Down, or sibling of Down syndrome, is that they're going to be the best advocates on the planet. And they're also just going to be the best people on the planet because they absolutely understand just all the important keys of life. I mean, whether it's just compassion and love and patience and and just how to 
be able to and protection i think is a big thing too i mean i know i'm an extremely protective sibling um so yeah i just i think for all the siblings out there that are also hearing this make sure that you make that like rick is saying make sure that story of of your sibling is known by everyone because we're the ones that can actually spread the word in ways that anyone else can't so yeah, being able to uh, provide that perspective to the world, um, coming from a sibling perspective, is it's different than coming from a parent's perspective. Yeah. Because when they were born, like you said earlier, I didn't see any difference in Jeej. I wasn't the one getting that diagnosis <laughs> from the doctor. I was the one that's just sitting there super excited to have a new sibling. So my entire life, I was just always thinking, this is just my sister. She's not my sister with Down syndrome. So I think just up for, to word to all the siblings out there, just make sure that... Um, you, you share your story and, and your why and why and your love for your for your sibling. Yeah, that, that's really good. I think sometimes we think we have to do these really sensational things to tell our story that we have to yeah. be on a stage at some grand ball or some some gala. But just talking to your neighbor, talking to your friends, bringing your child with Down syndrome to a party, um, like just normal day to day stuff, going to a restaurant. Those are those those are. Those are story sharing moments. Um, totally. Even though, I mean, it, it, social media and the internet has really made people think you have to have this huge following and this huge, you know, hoopla in order to share your story. That's just not true. Mm-hmm. You share your story in the day to day moments, you know, of life. I think, like, you know, some people sometimes will say, boy, I, you know, I follow you guys on Instagram and you travel a lot. And to which I say, kind of jokingly, you know, I'm thinking, like, we really don't. We're mostly at home, <laughs> but I just don't share those moments because right. social media is our highlight reel. But the real day-to-day life change is just Noah hanging out at school, walking to school, hanging with his peers on the street. Those are our normal moments, and we all have those normal moments. Right. And and you can really let your story shine just in the day-to-day moments. Totally. You, know, you don't have to be on stage. No. And I love it. And well, and that's kind of what Generation G, Generation G is our yep. is our movement. It's Generation G is our conscious decision to be better every single day. <laughs> and I feel like. That's kind of what we're doing. We're living Generation G every single day. Be generous. Be kind. And be accepting. That's right. Be generous, be kind, be accepting. That's what you guys are. That's the message. That's what these siblings are. That's the message we're getting out to the world. So I want to thank everybody. Thank you guys for having us. For being here. This was awesome. Our first in-person podcast. In and out. We lost Noah, but you know, we bored. You know, whatever. Now we got to pick up the pace a little bit so we can keep his attention. We, you know, kind of like hey, there's donuts outside, so he we had to fight donuts. Yeah, there's donuts. That's I, I a hard, to blame him it's a hard thing. That's awesome. All right, well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you, guys, for flying thank you for in. Having us. And everybody, have a great day. We will see you next time on a, a little, little something, something extra. extra with Nessie, Jenny, and, and Buddy. Gigi. Woo! That's it.